0: You're watching the two-on-one project where two disciples theologians usually interview one theologian about the pop culture topic of his, her, or their choosing. I'm one of your co-hosts, the Reverend Arthur Stewart.
1: I'm your other co-host, the Reverend Stephanie Kendall. Um, I was pretending I had a, like a partner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Friends, it's, uh, it's, it's good to be with you again. We've had a little bit of like life turbulence the last few weeks, and we have not been able to put out consistent shows as we like to and thanks for sticking with us we really appreciate it uh as a bonus as a good and great thing because we like you we love you uh we need to talk a little bit about ritual and about one thing that spiff does all the time it's
1: true well first we have to talk about uh our lead sponsor here on the 211 project which is i don't know if you've heard of it Heard of him, uh, Jeff row there, Arthur.
0: No, get out of here. You mean like we should do our ritual before we talk about your ritual? <laughs> Jeff Wunrow Designs is celebrating 17 years of making ordinary time extraordinary. Jeff Onerow Designs makes and sells and just redefines liturgical textiles.
1: He really does. He makes miters and stoles and perimeters and banners and face masks and just anything you really need and he customizes them to your height and your designs and your vision. He works with you. It's a real collaborative ministry.
0: It's not only a collaborative ministry but it's also one of justice. You were at a protest recently, weren't you?
1: I was. I was at a pro- I was at well, I was at the Poor People's Campaign gathering and then we were at other protests because my life is a protest. Um, apparently my body is protestable. Um, and so, yeah, uh, and I bought that stole like two seasons ago and I wear it consistently. But when I was at the poor people's campaign, I was stopped. and I was kind of shocked to be stopped because I don't know, I wear that stole everywhere. So I think people have seen it here, at least here in in my circles, but I was in DC and I got stopped three different times. People saying like, uh, where did you get that? I love that. And so I had them take a picture of Jeff's tag on the inside so they knew how to spell it and all of that. And then I gave them our two on one code.
0: And do note, Dear Deuces, especially our auditory ones, you can spell it J E F F W U N R O W dot com. And we're going to put our promo down here for our visual folks. But if you're listening, two on one, that's all letters, one five, that's numbers, digits. Uh, for fifteen percent off your entire stole order that includes customized stoles doesn't it
1: it sure does
0: wow. anything that
1: you need yeah anything that you need and you know what we've got a lot to uh to make our voices heard about uh and so i've been looking at new customizable stoles because as much as i do love uh the one that i have sometimes i'm like I'm messy. And so I was like, I'll spill a drink on it or something, you know, got to go. It's got to get washed at some point. So going to need a second, going to need a third, Um, going to need all the stoles to protest all the things. Well, and and,
0: and and one more thing to put out there too. So my favorite color is orange and I have, you, I, I love cranes. Your favorite color is orange too. Uh-huh. That's why we get along. I, I have think. an orange stole with cranes on it and I love yeah. it. And orange is not a liturgical color yet. Yes. Um, it should be for advent awareness, but it is for awareness against gun violence. Yeah. Um, we're all going to need those stoles, unfortunately, the way this country is going and living. So you might as well look fabulous and have just the highest quality craftsmanship and intentional theological design with a Jeff One Row stole.
1: And Jeff is intentional and he's, mm-hmm. a, good, he's a good ally. He. He. Uh, and what he does is a ministry. And so we are grateful that his ministry and our ministries collaborate in this way and that he is our lead sponsor here at Two One.
0: Absolutely. So thank you, Jeff Monroe. and good night, Chris Evans.
1: <laughs> good night, Chris. So
0: good what's night. that about? Like please explain.
1: Well, do so. Here's what we decided to do. If you follow me on Twitter, um oh, at S. Kendall. It's the only one that's not spifferoo, which don't get me started on that. But uh I said the last thing I do every night and I started doing it during the pandemic in 2020 is that I say goodnight to Chris Evans. And Chris we decided Evans. that this episode should be a conversation between Arthur and I about why.
0: So Chris Evans, as you all know, very famously plays the human torch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Most known for his, uh, his role as uh yeah
0: the human torch of oh well, God he, he is it is kind of amazing if you watch Scott Pilgrim versus the Universe Chris is Evans it? plays one of the ex boyfriends Brandon Routh the same time he's playing Superman plays one of the ex boyfriends it's it's pretty great it, uh, and Brie Larson is in it too
1: Brie Larson is in it um wow I I
0: okay yeah. mm. all
1: right it's true you. Uh, no, and listen. You all know who Chris Evans is, right? I mean, yeah. I I, I assume you do. If not, Google him. He's very Googleable.
0: <laughs> so so every night, like, every and, night. and I should note this. So Spiff Spiff uh, stayed in Kansas for a few days. while we finished up. Are you still watching? Using pop culture to, um, I always mess up. Tune in, find God, and get renewed for another season.
1: There it is.
0: Uh, <laughs> our book is coming out in October. Please buy it. Uh, But she was there and I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning and I would immediately check Twitter to know if Spiff had gone to bed yet because I wanted to know if I needed to like talk to another human being because I know Spiff has gone to bed because she tweets when she goes to bed. Good night, Chris Evans. But it's your story. I should stop talking
1: no, it's okay. It And it's not, I will say that it's not always when I go to bed because I, I have trouble sleeping, but I found that I missed certain rituals in the pandemic. I was also early in 2020 in the like early stages of the pandemic. You all know I was just in my home, like locked in my home. I did not leave. I did not, I did not see another human being. And so the idea that I knew people were out there, you know, it was like, who do I wish I could say goodnight to? Who do I, and not even in like necessarily a sexual way, but just in a like communicative way. Right. Like I could do it to my family and my friends, but like one of my favorite things about living in New York and about just being a person in this world is you never know who you're going to meet. And so that person that I always was like, you know, who do I want to, who would I love to just like randomly every night, like be a friend with and like send a text to and be like, good night. It was like, good night, Chris Evans. So I just one day tweeted it. it was like the, and that was like, and I was like, okay, that's going to be my last tweet. And then because I can get on a tangent on Twitter as we all can, or you go down that rabbit hole of something. And then you at three o'clock in the morning, find yourself tweeting about god knows what so it was a way for me to switch off my brain too and say like put the phone down like you you know like wind down from your day yeah Uh, yeah and so i started tweeting good night chris evans
0: and it's a threshold for you
1: yeah It, it 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 allows, yeah, it is. It it allows me to kind of be present in a world that I wasn't present in. It's now just become ritual. It's now just like what I do. I will, I have and do take breaks from it because I don't want to clog feeds with something like that as much as I love it and appreciate it and sometimes even need it, Um, you know, on big moments of protests and whatnot. I generally uh, keep... my if I don't feel like speaking like even those tweets go away but um yeah so I have taken time out it hasn't been consistent since then but it's been pretty consistent since uh it's been pretty consistent
0: (laughs) well I mean you and I text every day yeah that's kind of nice because we're best friends forever thanks to Uh, two-on-one but we didn't always text every day and it was a sign of life right and honestly Good night, Chris Evans, is you kind of just putting out a beacon of I am here. Yeah. And it's good night, Chris Evans. And and it's such a kind thing to it. I did see him tweet where he was like, it's time for me to finally get rid of my iPhone, like five. Six. He had a success. So, a success. So maybe when he gets a better phone, he'll see your tweet.
1: I mean, we can only hope. Because all I'm really like, and I, people have started picking up on it, which is funny. And they'll write back and they're like, I really hope one day I wake up to him saying like, good morning, Stephanie, you know, like, or like, good night, Smith. whatever. Um, because it's one of those things where I'm like, I feel like we'd be friends. I feel like, you know, like we'd, we'd be long lost friends. Uh, but, uh, and I appreciate what he does. I think if you uh, read his a starting point, um, what he's doing with the starting point, which is his kind of foray into politics and his own understanding of like, he likes to bring in, if he believes there are both sides, because there are not always two sides to the same argument, and he names that too. But if there are, and like, where you know, here's some conservative voices, here's some progressive voices, here's some moderate voices. And so you have a, a, a place, and it's called the starting point, to go to and start. Start your, if you are curious about a political agenda or something in the news that you just don't know about, it's a really good place to go and start. And so in the ways in which I end my day tweeting at him, I will often also find myself in early stages of something that I don't know about using a starting point uh, to start my educational journey of something with what he's doing. I think...
0: I think the question becomes I I think I have two questions about this and I Mm -hmm. I realize we're not going to go long and hard in this episode this is a this is a miniature episode dear deuces but we'll see how
1: we're testing mini just as a side note we're also testing mini episodes for you all starting June or sorry July 8th uh we have an eight episode mini series that'll air on Fridays called God's Favorite Idiots which is Arthur and I talking the uh The show, God's Favorite Idiot, found on Netflix. There's eight episodes. We're going to take each episode and tell silly stories of our own lives and relate and talk a little bit through those episodes. Um, So look for those starting July 8th on Friday.
0: Well, so my questions are this. One, I think social media. Like, I hate Facebook. I don't Uh understand Instagram. I think there's something called TikTok. But Twitter, like, I like Twitter because Twitter is still... You know, small bursts of information and intrigue and you get to see what people like and you get to see how people talk and you get to engage these conversations which are good and holy i think you're wishing chris evans a good night is like almost an act of prayer not a prayer to chris evans but this yeah it's an invitation to a community that he may or may not want to be a part of but it's still there and i mm-hmm. like that that wasn't a question sorry <clears throat>
1: I feel like one of our guests.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> I forgot my second question. No, I, oh, it is. How does this relate to the Apostle Paul? I'm just kidding.
1: Because everything, cause I don't know if you all know this, but Arthur's doing a deep dive in Corinthians.
0: <laughs> Deuces. Our author, our author, um, our author bios, uh, and no, I'm not going to tell you that. You get to see it
1: for our author bios on the back of, uh, our book when you pre-order it, uh, for a delivery on October 25th. Um, no, it is, it's an invitation. Uh, so one of the things that I like about, no, well, I mean, I like a lot about Chris Evans, but I've never met Chris Evans and that is, uh, In my life, some kind of odd, not that I have met everybody, but like there was 10 years of my life where I met and saw a lot of celebrities, um, just for what I did uh, for my job. And, um, and I, have always lived in cities in which happened to often have a lot of celebrity life in it, living in LA, you know, growing up right outside San Francisco, uh, you know, Fort Worth Dallas didn't have a lot, but sometimes they did, which is a weird thing. I, and
0: yeah. I'm still the you were sobbing at rent, or no, you were sobbing at Frozen, where no at rent, and Tay Diggs was sitting behind you and he took you to meet Adina Menzel. Yeah. I hate that story so much. Why? Just out of sheer jealousy. It's oh. it's out of complete petty, petty jealousy. That's just and, you the, know,
1: most- and the funny thing is, is that was I was I was in college so I wasn't even living in LA proper by myself yet. That was I was just at the theater and uh cuz I lived in I went home and we were in San Francisco and uh it was when uh when it wasn't Frozen it was Wicked. Um when Wicked was in previews and I went with my best friend Brian Dare who's an actor, hey Brian. Uh and we he was a senior in high school I think at that time too and we went and yeah, I sat there, and we're such redheads. Like, that's why we were going. We we had no context for what Wicked was, uh, and Tay sat behind us, and I was, oh, we just burst into tears. I was not okay, and Tay, like, hands me a tissue, and then afterwards is like, here, come on back, and we met Idina Menzel, and we sang Seasons of Love with her, and she signed my program, and even now, I'm like, huh. Oh,
0: um, Anyways, so you haven't <laughs> met Chris Evans like
1: that. I haven't met Chris sorry about all that. Uh Chris Evans is a very different type of uh of love. But uh yeah, I haven't met Chris. I've heard nothing but really nice things about him. I've heard like there are certain celebrities that I've heard things that while I may find them attractive and enjoy their work, I don't necessarily have a desire to meet them. Um not that I don't believe in grace and you know, everyone gets their own first uh chance, but you know, you just hear enough stories about certain people and whatnot, but I have not heard those stories about Chris. I hear he's a nice guy. Um, and it just felt invitational to, to kind of dream, right? Like there was a lot of dreams deferred and hopes lost in early COVID and saying good night to Chris Evans was a way in which I could still dream um, and say that there is hope for this outside world that is happening. And I find myself continuing those things because even though you can go outside and you can, you know, like COVID is not over, but we can go outside and we can be a little bit more personal because we know a bit more about it, um, as Supreme Court decisions come down on our bodies and, you know, the world continues to keep changing in ways that feel mightily oppressive towards many folk, um. Dreams are often the first, you know, practicality becomes like those first neck first next steps, and dreams uh are something that I hope we can hold on to. And so I continue to say goodnight to Chris Evans because it continues to feel like the need to dream is still so real.
0: Well, here's to dreams, most certainly.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Who would you say goodnight to?
0: David Diggs.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I think he'd well, be a lot of fun, a lot of fun to argue with
1: oh you want to argue with him
0: oh and make out, but you know so and i i don't know what or how he identifies and it's not my business i just think he's very attractive
1: uh i, I mean i agree he is very attractive no. uh i fighting is not what i no, not, <laughs> fighting.
0: not fighting arguing debating um Sorry. going back and forth
1: I mean, but that's true. That's a good love language for you. Like you you love to debate those in whom you love or in which you love. And so-
0: um, And I have an eight wing. I mean, it's awesome.
1: I don't know if anyone knows this about you, but Arthur has an eight wing and I'm, it is
0: awesome. I'm a seven on the Enneagram. And the joke is like, I'm a rooster because it's, it's chicken wings still because it's much more a six and I'm afraid of everything. But occasionally I can be a rooster.
1: That's true. I love it. And Um, yeah.
0: Speaking of roosters, you say goodnight, Chris Evans. I'll say good morning to him. I just try I hope he doesn't ever like what I do because that's yeah. So
1: here's here's I'm gonna say, all right, I'll say it. Yeah. I don't want you to do that. Okay. I I it's it stop piggybacking on my work.
0: Okay, that's fine. I was just trying to spread out the odds for us. So
1: you could just retweet my. Okay. I'll just,
0: I'll I'll like and retweet and I encourage our deuces to do the same. Follow Stephanie at at S Kendall uh, and make it happen.
1: And let us know who, who's your good night. And I, so there's, I get a lot of trouble and you probably know that I say this, but I it's been a while since we've been together together in that space. When I leave a room uh, or even sometimes just like whatever I say, have a good life. And it It is a polarizing statement for many because I truly mean like I, this world is so unknown. I don't know when I'm going to see you again. Maybe I'll see you in 10 minutes, but maybe I get hit by a car. I mean, like life is just unpredictable or maybe like our paths just part for whatever reason. And like I say have a good life because I truly hope that like the life that you are leading is good.
0: Right. But it's also you can- what you yell at your parents when you run away. Like when you slam the, have a good life and you slam the door and you go to 7-Eleven. It's
1: not what I yell at them. Well, but
0: I mean it's what one yells in the hypothetical.
1: Sure. Um, but I mean, but it's just like good night, Chris Evan. It's just like, you know, I guess you could probably be also like good night, Chris Evan. You know, it's it's not like that. It's just it's a it's good night. Have a good life. Have those things and so those those statements. Uh I always feel like I come up with that I mean authentically. Uh as a a space of connection but uh are never meant to to push us away i don't know where i was going with that but uh i don't know
0: i'll tell you where i'm going with it uh two on one is sponsored by jeff one designs uh celebrating 17 years of making ordinary time extraordinary i'm not trying to end the episode i'm just making sure i always forget a little we uh,
1: have a tag for jeff in the middle that's okay i have a question for you arthur yeah so you comment and you've, you've said, good morning, Chris, you've, you've, in, you've engaged the, the ritual.
0: Yes, I've engaged. Uh, it. And I'm sorry, about the uh, that was weird.
1: That's okay. We can say, go to Jeff anytime. I think it's great. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the right side? I don't know. Yeah, uh, cool. But so what rituals do you have in your life um, that are meaningful, but also seem a little possibly silly?
0: Um You know, I've actually fallen out of ritual for the most part, which is a little sad. But I like to um on my best days, I have an entire morning ritual. Like get up early before anyone else and I let out the dogs and I do this and that and I drink coffee and I pray and I have uh, that's when I do the Pauline Bible study. Ding. ding. Um <laughs> there's the ding. and uh, um and you know it's like i i I think it's a i think it's a time for i I get some time to pause which is good Mm -hmm. um sunday mornings i like to have 30 minutes and i just sit in the dark sanctuary which i know seems kind of strange but it's you know light comes up and it's a way to center and but i mean i kind of broke with like major ritual, I I think, I don't know. I always, I mean, like my immediate thought with ritual was, oh man, that first cigarette. And I quit smoking years ago <laughs> or like after work, having a cocktail. So maybe I think of ritual as self-destructive and this is good that you don't. <laughs>
1: mm. Well, okay. So then talk to me about ritual and like the table.
0: You know, I love the table and I love <laughs> that each and every week it's, it's different. And also ever so often I like to change the cadence of how we say stuff because I don't want us to get too comfortable. Uh, He took the bread, he blessed it, he broke it, he gave it to them, including Judas. Uh, Or uh, this is the cup of yet another covenant poured out because of God's eternal Mm -hmm. compassion. I think, I, I think that, I think ritual without examination becomes idolatry or can become idolatrous. Uh-huh. And I'm an iconoclast um, just because we've done something a thousand times before and it's worked doesn't mean it will work the thousand and first time unless we're intentional. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about your good night, Chris Evans. It's not timed. It's not every day. It's it's you do it as part of your day. And sometimes you don't because it's important enough to not be consistent. If that makes sense. Yeah,
1: it is. And I like that. And that's, I mean, that's what I, it's, I don't have a it's ritual in the fact where it's like if I can be intentional enough to say this is where I need to put down my phone, because not all I'm not always in that mindset to even know that I'm putting geez, sorry. I'm I'm not even in the mindset to know that I'm even putting down my phone for the last time. You know, sometimes it's like sometimes you just fall asleep on the couch, right? And like or whatever. Um and so it doesn't feel forced. It feels something that I get to do and not something that I have to do. And that's what I like about the table is that it's an invitation to something that I get to do and not something that I have to do. God's grace and God's love is present for me no matter what. If I'm at the table, if I'm at church, if I work in church, if I am ordained, or if you, all the things. It does not matter. Um, and yet it matters because it matters that I am focused and intentional on something.
0: Um right. I think we should, there's a lot of conversations that have been happening in the last few months about the intentionality of the table and what it means to practice an open table. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of the show, Sarah Maurice Brubaker, who is so excited. We saw each other in person at Phillips a couple. You saw
1: so many of our, our deuces oh, in no. our past. Uh, you saw Lori Walkie. You saw Sarah. David you. Wheeler.
0: David Wheeler.
1: David Wheeler. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: And I saw future guests, though they don't know it yet. Ooh, but Sarah Marie yeah. Brewbaker, a uh, friend of the show, her chiming in on, on the open table thing was, it can't be, well, Poe buddys nerfict, have a snack. And what's nice about ritual is that it's there. Yeah. But again, ritual unaddressed is idolatrous or selfish or however we want to call it. And therefore, I mean, there's some times where I do not partake at the table that I help institute sure. because I'm not present for it. Mm. Um, for better and for worse. So I know you would never say wish Chris Evans a good night without meaning it. So
1: I always hope Chris Evans has a good night. Um, and we're so mildly close to each other because he's generally in Massachusetts. So yeah. um okay, so here's the big question. Okay. What biblical narrative theme book? <laughs> Quote character, are you most reminded of when I tweet at Chris Evans? Good night.
0: Uh I'm reminded of Second Corinthians uh-huh. chapter 13 verse 10, <laughs> which I very I have it written down. It's it's also my verse this year. Oh sorry, 2nd Corinthians chapter 13, verse 6. I hope you will find out that we have not failed because i'm rooting for you hey. i think it's a long shot but i exist as a long shot
1: don't we all isn't this all in existence as a long shot exactly i'm gonna go with and i don't know why this came to me um but it did in literally the like the beginning of starting this um when it was all just kind of you know, what are hopes and dreams and what is God doing in our lives? But it's that in the beginning was the word. Um, And I'm not going to say that Chris Evans is Jesus by any means or even imply that, but I like that in the beginning was the word because I like words. I think they have meaning and power and they're invitational and they're often how we start a connection. Um, And so this for me just felt like one of those kind of tossed out prayers on a whim um that starts with the word. And so um,
0: And you know another fair translation was in the beginning was the conversation. Yeah. Conversations take two people at least. Me too.
1: So hey Chris Evans. You know
0: We are going to tag you in this, Mr. Evans. And thank you for thank you for being just the best Captain America.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, deuces. Uh, we've said it a couple times this episode, but you know that we are sponsored by Jeff One Row Designs. Please head on over to Jeff One Row, J E F F W U N R O W dot com, and use the code two one 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 five two one one fifteen at checkout uh for fifteen percent off your entire
0: stole order. That's right. We thank Jeff for being our lead sponsor. We thank you, Spiff, and me, Arthur, and uh on behalf of Deuces Everywhere. Good night, Chris Evans. Good night, Chris Evans. Bye. Get more two on one at two on one project.com.